minisode. I'm ready. Um, uh, I hit record. <laughs> Good. Good. Where is she? <laughs> Swear to me. <laughs> Where's the minisode? <laughs> <laughs> may have noticed our podcast may sound a little different. While we always wear a mask and maintain social distancing during recording, Tom and I have moved recording to a larger, not-so-enclosed space to ensure an even safer recording of our episodes. We appreciate you listening and enjoy the show. We'd like to give a special thanks to our sponsor, Rode Microphones. Rode is an Australian-based company with a great U.S. team making quality consumer and professional audio equipment. Here at Two Weird Camera Beards, Tom and I host the show using two Rode Pod Mics and a Rodecaster Pro for mixing and stings. If you're interested in Rode audio equipment, Midwest Photo is an authorized reseller, and you can find their equipment to purchase or learn more by going to mpex.com and searching Rode. That's mpex.com. Search R-O-D-E. And a special thank you to Ray Sherlow for our intro music and all of the other music that you hear when we're not talking. If you dig his tunes like I do, head over to his Bandcamp page. It's raysherlow.bandcamp.com. If you have any uh, difficulty with the spelling, don't worry. We'll put a link in the show notes as well. Thanks, Ray. Please note that some of the instant savings deals mentioned in this episode were valid during the time of recording, but may have expired. We apologize for any pricing inaccuracies that you may find during this holiday season, but know that if you contact Midwest Photo, we're happy to help you find the best deal. So at home, I can only assume that Leo is not the one as a typical cat knocking. Don't you even dare. Stuff over on the counter. Tom Don't you even dare. He's like, Leo, let me teach you the ways. He walks past the <laughs> counter and just knocks off the LaCroix water. I think I just place things precariously in life, you know? All right. <laughs> Holy cow, this isn't when you're supposed to be getting a new episode? Nope. But this is our mini-sode. Mini-sode. That's an episode that's mini or a mini-episode. We call it a mini-sode. Next, we're going to come out with (laughs) mumbo-sodes. Which are jumbo episodes. (laughs) Sure. Tom's getting goofy on me already. Getting goofy on me already. We're getting there, man. Yep. So um, we're offering an extra episode uh, this month, and what we're going to do is Tom and I got together and we created a range of cameras that we thought would be great gifts in different price ranges. So whether you're looking to gift somebody a camera under $100 or cameras uh, $1,500 $1, and up, we've got recommendations on that too, but we also have like dream cameras that we would absolutely never be able to get yeah uh on any budget (laughs) absolutely not um but stuff that we would just dream to have so we're gonna go through those uh and we're gonna start with our um first price range which is under 750 dollars yep 
So if you are looking to buy somebody a camera under $750, Tom, mm-hmm. what camera are you going for, buddy? I picked, and I'm going to draw this out because I know you're waiting. I know that. You know, um, you know I have the PDF a, with your selections on it, it's right? A, it's right there. It's a very uh, <laughs> wonderful camera. No. Uh, <laughs> I picked an M a Canon M50 with a 15 to 45 millimeter kit lens. Okay. This kit is currently at 549 Mm-hmm. After a current uh, $100 instant rebate, we've got them in stock if you are interested. Um, they are 24 megapixels. The M50 actually has really good autofocus as well. Uh, that was one of the main points that drove drove me to this, as well as it being really, really small. It's tiny. Yeah. Yeah, it's a little guy. and It's I, not going to fit in your pocket, but it's, it is a tiny camera. No, but yeah, it's it's great for like travel and stuff like that. Or if, uh, if you just want something to take really great pictures with uh, that's going to be better than your phone and that you can kind of, yeah, have a little bit more control over. It also does really good video. Uh, but yeah, it, I, I dig it a lot. Um, the only thing that I, I guess... The only slight drawback is it's got its own lens mount besides the new Canon EOS R full-frame mirrorless lens mount. Um, so if you did want to use like EF lenses or something, they do make an adapter for that. But it, yeah, that's that's the only thing that I wish that, that Canon would have made that the same mount as their R lens mount. But it would have also increased the size of the camera. So I understand why they chose to make it a smaller mount. For sure. For sure. Yeah. Cool. That's a that's a good choice for under seven fifty, and uh, I love that it's I love that it's on sale right now too. But wait, there's more. Oh, so they just released the M fifty Mark II. Oh yeah, that's right. Which we've already we're taking pre orders on. Um, so we do have those back ordered. So it's not going to get here for Christmas, but it is going to be a little bit more expensive. It's still under seven hundred and fifty. It's six ninety nine, uh, but we are taking pre-orders on that but the m50 original is still great uh it's still 150 dollars cheaper uh if my quit yeah yeah so I, I i dig that i dig both of them a lot you know what you could do because it's not going to get here by christmas is that you could grab the picture of it off of our website and then go to midwestphotopics.com print off a picture of it and put it in an envelope and put it under the tree or yeah. the, or the menorah whatever you do yeah yeah we're get a funny little frame and once uh, <laughs> and frame the picture of the camera, and then once they get the camera, then they can frame their first print that they make from the camera. I think that's an excellent idea, Tom. Yeah, that's a that's a really good idea. I like how I like that. <laughs> there we go. All right, all right. So mine, I did, I cheated a little bit. Mine is going to be the Sony ZV One. And uh -oh. here's why I picked the Sony ZV-1 first. Okay, so it's uh, it's really designed for like vloggers and videographers, but mm -hmm. it's got a 20 megapixel sensor. Um, it has 24 to 70 equivalent lens, and that's a Zeiss lens on that one. Um, it has the newest... Uh, What's uh, the f-stop on that? On the f-stop, it's uh, uh, 1.8 at 2.8. So you got great, great low, great low awesome. light on that. Um, super fast AF, uh, it uses a hybrid AF, and then it's got the nice little, what we call it, um, what's it called on the sales floor? The twisty, tilty screen? 
twist. Uh, yeah, I usually say fully articulating, but yeah, yeah, that's that's the word most people are used to is a, a side articulating LCD screen. So it's really easy to take selfies, but more importantly, because it's designed for video, hmm. um, it does uh, really nice video. It will do slow mo video, but you can also do vlogging on it. So somebody who might be aspiring to be a YouTuber or even like a TikTok, uh, making money on TikTok, anything like that. Um, it's current. It's normally it is above seven hundred and fifty dollars. It's seven ninety eight, mm-hmm. but there's currently a hundred dollar savings on it, making it six ninety eight. And you can even get the vlogger accessory kit for it, which is a nice little tripod handle thing that allows you to zoom in and out, stop and start record, or take a photo. Um, that's normally one hundred and fifty, and if you buy it with the camera, you get fifty dollars off, making it a hundred dollars. So really, all toge- awesome. together, if you bought them together, you're you're practically getting that vlogger kit for free. So yeah, mm-hmm. so. Just a little bit on the differences between the camera that uh, Kevin picked and the one that I picked. Yours is more like a point-and-shoot kind of style camera. Correct. No interchangeable lenses. You, you've got kind of... And really, it's it's even tinier than my M50 that I picked. Yeah. and It's uh, nearly pocketable. Yeah. And I believe... Let me double-check this real quick. Uh, yes. The M50 also has that like flippity-dippity screen. Flippity-dippity. Um, so yeah, that's my choice for under 750. I actually showed this to somebody on Black Friday, and they were super excited about. How They've been super popular. Yeah, how, how compact they are? Because there's a lot of people coming and they're like, I really don't want to buy a big rig for like doing fun videos with my friends and doing YouTube yeah. stuff like that. And the ZV1 is the perfect option and, uh, from uh, Sony. From this is just anecdotal, but uh, our Sony specialist uh, Ethan took this the ZV1 out and did a little bit of video with it. He said that the built-in microphone must have some sort of AI going on with it because it really does kind of hone in on whatever yeah. the per- usually the built-in microphone on a on a point and shoot and stuff. Yeah. It's pretty terrible, but he said that it was it was great. Yeah, and it does come with a, a little fuzzy thing that goes on top, um, which is nice cuz it blocks out wind noise if you are outdoors. Mhm. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to wait this out. I'm wondering if our it, if uh, we'd be able to even hear the train on here. I can hear it. Okay, it's gone. Yeah. All right, Tom. Our next... Uh, 750 to 1500. There you go. What uh, what would you pick? You, uh, you want me to go first on this yeah, one? Yeah, you're going first now. Do you know what I'm about to do? Uh, is it going to be a Fuji camera? <laughs> Fujifilm X100V. And behind door number one, we've got the <laughs> Fujifilm X100V with uh, Kevin Deskin. You're supposed to go down the list of uh, oh, awesome oh, features. Yeah. I didn't. You know, I didn't, I did I you didn't. watch The Price is Right? I mean, come I, on. Way back in the day when <laughs> Bob Barker was still on it. One dollar, Bob. Uh, $2, Bob. Um, the, the Fujifilm X100V is my choice for a camera uh, that you can get somebody if your budget's between 750 to 1500 Now, this is not an interchangeable lens camera. However... Man, you're on the no interchange... You're on the tip of just, I, like, I will having get... that lens stuck there forever. Well, here's the thing. It's a beautiful lens, right? It's a 23-millimeter, mm-hmm. which is a 35-millimeter equivalent on this camera because it has... an X-Trans APS-C sized sensor. So it's amazing in that it has a huge sensor for a camera that is not an interchangeable lens. With that said, you can get lens adapters that give you wide and telephoto abilities, but they're not interchangeable. They kind of just screw onto the front. Mm -hmm. It does 4K at 30p. It makes 26 megapixel resolution um, images. 
It's got um, an articulating screen that allow. It's a two-way tilting screen. It's not really articulating. It two-way tilts, so you can do like waist level finder style stuff, hmm. um, or you can like kind of point it above a crowd and still be able to see the screen and, and kind of tilt it down. Um, there is currently uh, a mail-in on it that allows you to get a free Domkey bag or strap. Um, it's thirteen ninety nine ninety five, and I would say if I didn't own any interchangeable lens cameras this is the camera i would go with yeah film simulations it's got um rangefinder focusing abilities digitally speaking yeah (laughs) digitally speaking it has rangefinder uh uh, capabilities um but you can also use just an evf so it's a it's called a hybrid viewfinder it's really really nice yeah Um, and it's got this vintage look dials that allow you to choose aperture and shutter speed um, and then an, an EV dial on the top too. That's really cool. And it just got, again, that really cool vintage look to it. Um, some people may even ask you if this is a film camera because it looks like a film camera. So that, the, my favorite thing about this camera is that viewfinder. It yeah. is t- so good. Cause you can so switch, good. you can really easily quick s- switch between uh, optical and electric yep. viewfinder. And then I also like, Fuji does an awesome job of designing just really nice looking cameras, like yep. just really beautifully designed objects. But I think that this one is literally their best design of a camera. Like it's just perfect. Yeah. It's great. Yep. What's your uh, 750 to 1500 camera? My 750 to 1500 camera. <laughs> this one has a little bit of a caveat to it. Uh, so I picked the Sony a6600 body. <laughs> uh it is currently 1298 it's 24 megapixels in body stabilization no blackout or very like no blackout until you really push it um really fast frame rate 11 frames per second up to uh 116 frames in jpeg uh it's tiny it's got the bigger battery for uh shooting mirrorless compared to like the a6400 um and then it is like to me this is a definitely a professional camera that like i would feel comfortable shooting an a6600 for an event or something like that uh maybe not something super low light like and stuff like that but uh, i i would i shoot a lot of like running events in a normal year like 5k's half marathon four milers stuff like that this would absolutely be able to keep up with that um and I'm also really impressed with this camera's ability in low light. I just, I love this camera. It, it's fun to just kind of kick around with as well because it is so tiny. Uh, in order to find a lens for it that fits within this budget, I'm going to recommend checking out Seven Artisan lenses. Ooh, good call. Because those are really affordable lenses. Yeah. They're the, manual focus, but they're good. Yeah. The 28 millimeter f1.8 manual focus, manual aperture lens. It's a it's a blast to shoot around with. And especially like, I think if you're learning photography, it like it, I think manually doing all of that teaches you what the camera is doing for like what the camera is normally doing for you. Yeah, man, that was a big mess of words. I apologize. No, it's, it's, it's cool. But you know, what's (laughs) great about my camera and between 750 and 1500 compared to yours. What's that? Mine's got a lens. 
Uh, yeah, I mean, mine, <laughs> mine's got a seven artisan fully manual, and and like I realize, I know that I'm gonna get some flack for that because by putting a fully manual lens on there, I'm essentially uh, degrading it because you're not getting one of the most powerful things from this camera, which is its autofocus. It's true. Um, but but I it's mean, got focus peaking, and that makes the seven artisans lens manual focus lens uh, just great yeah easy but easy, i would easy. also recommend keeping an eye out i think that we we actually see them very frequently uh keeping an eye out for even like the a used sony oh, 16 yeah. to 50 millimeter for kit sure. lens or something like that would be excellent on this for sure uh but yeah i dig it a lot i love this camera <laughs> all right for my 750 to 1500 dollar uh uh hold on i think i actually may have picked rut row I think I, no, that was my, that was my next 100 yeah, B. Was, yeah, I already did mine. So you now, now we're to the $1,500 and up one. Yeah. You know what I picked? What's that? Fujifilm X-T4 with a 16-80 F4. I thought for sure that you were going to pick an X-H1. Oh, or no. no. No, I'm going to go with the X-T4. Why would I go with the next? I have an X-H1 already. What are you switching to? What did we talk about? What are you switching X, to? X Pro Three. X Pro Three. That's X-Pro3. right. That's what I thought you would have picked. No, I I, I went ahead and went the XT Four. Um, okay. And and I I, I personally. It, so you got two Fujis. Right, two Fujis on this. Kevin's list. got two Fujis on his list. He might call me a Fuji fanboy. Dang. Yep. He's, he might even be wearing a Fuji face mask right now. Uh, oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> he is totally a Fuji fanboy. I boy. forgot that I'm wearing a Fuji face mask today. <laughs> hey, just to satisfy Christopher, what's the crop factor on an, X, on an X-T4? 1.5. 1.5. Okay. So uh, the Fujifilm X-T4 is my choice uh, for $1,500 and up. It comes in at $21.99.95. Um, and that's with the lens. It's a 16 to 80 f4, which I think is a great range and has a great uh, uh, lens at f4. Um, it go. It's a 26 megapixel image in-body image stabilized uh, sensor. It's Xtrans. Uh, it's the uh, uh, fourth version of the Xtrans. It has the fourth version of the X processor in it. It goes, uh, and all that means is that it's it's super super up to date. Um, you're gonna have a lot of updates coming through. It's the, the newest of everything. It's the newest that. of everything. It's like the it's a brand new car. Um, you've got 4K video at 60. Um, it's got a fully articulating screen. It's got a larger battery now to accommodate the extra power. Um, mm-hmm. So I think this is just an all around great. And you can power it via USB, which I think is really cool as well. Um, and then you know if you're doing a lot of uh, zooming this holiday season, they also have the Fujifilm webcam support, so you can actually use this as a webcam as well. Um, you've got film simulations, you've got an electronic viewfinder that's super super sharp, mm. um, and you've got access to all of these lenses that are just going to be just absolutely amazing. Um, it does do full HD in 240 frames per second, which I think is really cool. That's super super slow mo. Um, so yeah, that's that's my choice for for the uh, fifteen hundred dollars and up. It's not a full frame uh, sensor, but I don't think it matters because the X Trans crop sensors, in my opinion, are just as good. They're wonderful. Yeah. yeah, I have no problem with them whatsoever. Cool beans. And you chose. Uh, this is not going to come as a surprise. I don't think. Uh, I chose the camera that I already love. It's the one the- you just got, right? <laughs> yeah, I, I I am now the proud owner of this camera. It's a Nikon Z6 II uh, with an, a 24 to 70 f/4 lens, uh, the FTZ adapter. The kit price is currently 26.46.90. Uh, 
uh, after I believe it's a two hundred dollar instant rebate to n- when you get it with that uh, FTZ mount adapter. That's nice. Um, twenty four megapixels in body stabilization. Very little blackout. You really have to push it to get that blackout. Uh, even faster frame rate than the other two cameras uh, than yeah than the other two cameras that I picked. Fourteen frames per second for up to one hundred and twenty four frames in JPEG. Uh, feel like one of the okay I'm gonna go over a few things that I really like about this sure. camera that just makes me feel at home with it it feels like shooting a Nikon I shot my first camera was a Nikon D80 I went to a D200 D300 D7100 D7200 D750 like it feels like that kind of heritage that Nikon has just taken to that next level cool um it's got two card slots <sighs> I realize how, like, so it is silly how much we talk about two-card slots. It As is. photographers, it, it really is completely is. silly. Back in the day, people only had one roll of film in their camera at a time. Uh, we can do fine with just one. But when I do shoot weddings and stuff like that, it is nice to, especially if I'm second shooting, to hand off a memory card to the person that I'm working with and still walk away with my images. Like it's just more convenient. Um, I also love that I can like, I love the Nikon mirrorless system because I can use my full range of Nikon lenses with it, including my old manual lenses that I have from my like film cameras. Mm -hmm. I love that, uh, that the lens on this that comes with this kit, much like the Fuji one that you mentioned with the X-T4 this lens is is it is a kit lens and that it comes with the kit. It is so sharp and so nice. I like I shoot professionally for events and stuff like that and I really don't see a need to upgrade to the 2.8 anytime soon. Yeah. Like it is that good. Like it just looks good. Um But yeah. Uh I I really love this camera. I can't wait until like COVID things, like, I don't know, like, until we get past all of this COVID stuff that's going on, and just, like, I can't wait to give this camera a full run for its money at, like, an event where I'm really going to be challenging it. Like, I think that that's going to be awesome. Yeah, for sure. But, yeah. All right. Now, let's talk about, do we want to do, camera like, dream big cameras, or do we want to do under $100? Let's start with 100 Start with under 100 Under 100 What's your under $100 camera? So, this one was kind of, like, I picked this camera based on my experience growing up with cameras in my life. Um, I grew up with a uh, Polaroid clamshell, like, big gray, dark gray, like, the kind of camera that you in the early 2000s that you would see at the bowling alley all the time. Um, and so the one that I'm going to recommend is the Instax Mini 11. It's uh, it's $69.99. Uh, film is $13.99 for 20 shots. My like, And I really like that for a young person, like, I mean, I, I'm, I'm kind of gearing this towards uh someone that's maybe under 15 years old so a kid that's curious about photography and i like that i what i got out of my experience with my polaroid growing up was looking through the viewfinder but also 
I don't know what it is about Polaroid or Instax and like instant film altogether, but it feels very low risk. So I did some things where I would shoot from the hip or I would like literally use like a yardstick or something to hit the shutter button from across. Like I would be on like, I, I literally have a picture of myself from when I was really, really young, probably like eight. And it's of me with my dog at the time, Dusty, laying on the floor with Dusty and hitting the shutter with like a yardstick from across <laughs> the hall. The like original selfie up. stick. Yeah. And I, it's like, it, I think that the, this type of camera can open up some doors for like people to think creatively. Yeah. And I also like that the physical print, it, it does something uh for some like it does something different than taking a picture with your phone yeah with like it yeah and and to that so it's the instax it's the instax mini 11 it takes the instax mini film Mm -hmm. um with that said if if you are somebody who if you know somebody who um enjoys shooting with their phone you can still make this happen with the instax mini link it uses the exact same um, film, uh, the 10 pack of film, and mm-hmm. it is still is a, is under a hundred dollars. It's ninety nine ninety nine, and I, you know, it's cool about that. I love those things. It it also connects to the to two of the to the two Fuji cameras that you mentioned on your list. Too. Yep. Yeah. So you, so can, you can make direct prints from your shots that night at like a wedding or something like that, and hand them out to like event goers and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, it's so cool. So mine is um, mine is. Uh, my under $100 camera is one that I actually purchased. Um, it is the Polaroid Now iType Instant Camera. It's a re- it's it's a Polaroid camera. It shoots Polaroid film. That's great that we both went instant. Yeah, we both went instant for our under $100. Yeah. Now, the one that I bought is the Mandalorian Special Edition uh, Star Wars licensed Polaroid camera. And it's really cool because it has... <laughs> I, uh, it's, there's no there's very little lightsabers in the Mandalorian. <laughs> Get with the program. Get with the program. But if with it, that said... It's, if it made a lightsaber noise when you turned it on, you would lose your mind. Though. I would lose my mind. Yeah. Yes. But that said, it's it's got like element uh, color elements of the Mandalorian. It's got the Mandalorian logo on the front. Uh, the bottom half and the back is uh, colored like Beskar, which is the metal they use in the show. And then it also has the mud horn signet uh, that Mando has on his armor on the very back, which is really cool. Um, so all of that said, I nerd out on like the whole Mandalorian part of it, but they do have Polaroid now iType instant cameras that are non-Mandalorian themed. That you I can dig buy. this though. Yeah, this thing is cool. Well, and it's like it's subtle. It's it not is. like it's not it's not shouting at you like yeah. Star Wars. Yeah, like, it's very it's at like the gray met- metallic color of it all is just really cool. Yeah. Um, so that's that's my choice for it. It's ninety nine ninety nine right now. It's normally one hundred and twenty dollars. It's twenty dollars off. Uh, instant instant. That's rebate, rad. You know? So that's that's my choice. Uh, is the Polaroid now? Uh, really fun, really fun camera. So I like that. So am I up next? What do, what do you want to? Who wants to? No budget. Do you just have one no budget thing? I only have one. Okay, I've got I've got two, and I've got a little bit of a preface. You want me to just go? I'm I'm kind of amping myself up right now. Go for it, Tom. Go. So for it. this was pretty tough for me because like a lot of the like I see a lot of like cameras from like the photographers that I like so much as like almost artifacts of those like of the like image making process Mm -hmm. and I think that that's so cool um 
but at the same time, I also am like, I don't know how that would like affect the way I look at the image or if it even impacts it, it like if I even care. Um, but at the same time, so I, I did pick two that were like, that is more about their, uh, their use in photographic history rather than like, rather than any kind of technological feat or anything like that. So they're more, more historical in, in. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. They're more like, yeah, definitely. Um, so the first one is Annie Leibovitz's uh, Minolta SRT 101. It was literally her first like camera ever that she actually started with the Rolling Stones magazine with. And then shortly after she bought a, a Nikon F. But to think that like... You owned an Annie Leibovitz used camera. Not even that. It, like it or blows a camera whose history flowed through that lens. Yeah, but also just the fact that like, here's Annie Leibovitz starting her career, and like, all she had was a Minolta SRT 101, which is like kind of like it's a box with a lens. Like it's mm-hmm. there's nothing fancy about that camera at all. Mm-hmm. And I love how like how modest and how much of like. Like, it's just chill. That camera is, like, you can find them kind of at thrift stores and all over the place anywhere at this point. The The meter is most definitely dead at this point. Yeah. But the, it's, like, yeah, it's so cool that, like, she started from such, like, a humble camera kind of beginning and that, like, she still knew how to make great images with such a rudimentary device. Yeah, for sure. Okay. The second one is a lens just a just just a a lens lens. i don't even need a camera body i don't care uh but it is the lens that we that was used for hal on 2001 a space odyssey of course you would pick that (laughs) it's a nikon eight millimeter f 2.8 fisheye lens and yes we do have one of these currently (gasps) listed on ebay really for sixteen hundred ninety five dollars wow it's not even like crazy expensive right for like you think camera year yeah and with like that kind of like provenance or whatever but yeah um but yeah if if the housing is still there around <laughs> the lens for how i mean i'll take that too you don't have to toss it but yeah those are that's my pick got it yeah I'm all af- right i'm afraid i can't do that tom i don't have your li- <laughs> <laughs> open the pot bay doors <laughs> i love that i love it oh man okay yeah. so i i do not know what you picked at all and you i'm ready? really curious you ready okay mine oh is, my gosh it's gonna be like a gfx it's gonna be like it's not it's not a gfx it's it? gonna blow your mind what i picked here mine is a wide lux 28 millimeter panoramic 35 millimeter camera okay so that is it is hilarious that you picked that it, i'm gonna let you go but i'm gonna sure. tell you or should i it's just... not any wide lux ah! 28 millimeter oh, i think we almost <laughs> picked the same camera i want jeff bridges yes we almost wide picked the lux same camera. panoramic camera oh my gosh that's great and I will link in the show notes to why this camera is so awesome. So if you don't know, Jeff Bridges, <laughs> the actor, takes this camera on nearly every film he works on and he captures behind the scenes and then sells books of behind the scenes of those films. He's got like behind the scenes of True, True Grit, behind the scenes of, uh, behind the scenes of um, 
uh, Tron Legacy. He's got all kinds, but if you look, we'll link to his website, some of the work that you can, can buy. There's like this really cool one of Michelle Pfeiffer laying down on a couch smoking a cigarette, but because of the way it, it, the panoramic lens works, it move, physically moves the, the slit of the lens. And on one end, she is looking at the mirror kind of skeptical, and on the other end, she's looking at the mirror kind you of You realize that's not a mirror, right? What is this? Right he here? literally stopped the lens midpoint oh. of its capturing and moved the camera to capture the other Interesting. Half. Yeah. I still think that's just a fun photograph. Yeah, it's it's awesome. Yeah, so this, uh, we'll, again, we'll link his, his portfolio here of his work with this camera. It's just amazing. I would love, I know he, he values this camera so much and he uses it so much. Um, but to own this part of history of somebody who's just truly an amazing actor and an amazing photographer, both at the same time, literally sometimes at the same time where he is, he is like not doing a scene, but he is still photographing the work that is happening. I just think that is phenomenal. And that's the camera I would choose to own if I could. Yeah. Totally. But only after he's done using it, because I still want to see a lot of this work yeah. that he creates with You'd it. You'd have to, like, meet up with him, though, and, like, <laughs> make sure that it works and, like, shoot them a little bit. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome, man. Yeah. I love that. And, it, like, looking through looking through those photographs, too, you can, like, it's, it's, they are, like, they are definitely, those images are definitely going to become a part of, like, hollywood history or they oh, already sure. are yeah absolutely because like you can see these like these prolific actors and actresses like all and directors and all of that and like they're just hanging out but in character it's just weird yeah Absolutely. Well, uh, we're going to go ahead and we're going to send an email out about all of the products that we talked about today in this mini-sode um, on our recommendations for the different cameras you can get at different price ranges as gifts or for yourself if you're looking for something uh, like that. But you can always uh, contact us at Midwest Photo at 614-261-1264 or email us at mpex at mpex.com. You can listen to our podcast's uh, normal schedule on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Google Podcasts, and Amazon Music. You can also share your photos with us on Instagram at the number two weird camera beards or at MPEX underscore photo underscore video. Please send us your images, videos, or any questions to our email, the number two weird camera beards at MPEX.com. And a special thank you to our magical and marvelous executive producer, Maddie O'Neill. Uh, and as well, our president of Midwest Photo, Moisha Applebaum, and the VP of Midwest Photo, Ken Lewis. They let us uh, set up here and just be a couple dorks on microphones for a little bit. And it's uh, we are very thankful of that. A couple dorks. Uh, a couple dorks. And uh, I don't think we had any special appearances. I guess we could shout out like Annie Leibovitz, Jeff Bridges. I mean, if they're if you're listening... Come yeah. chat sometime, you uh, know? <laughs> uh, uh, hello to uh, Stanley Kubrick for, for A Space Odyssey. Uh, yes, definitely. He did. That was It was Kubrick, right? Yeah, but he has passed. Well, I know that, but like, <laughs> I'm saying hello to his ghost or whatever. Okay. Uh, I think he's here with us now. <laughs> I saw the door move in the corner, and it was very, it was for, very Shining-esque. And for this, uh, this episode's <laughs> quote, I'm going to go with... Uh, Uh-oh, I've got a quote. Oh, you have a quote? Yeah. Go with your quote, and then I'll do my quote. All right. We're just a couple of guys with a couple of quotes here. Uh, <laughs> my quote is, you can take a good picture of anything. A bad one, too. William Eggleston. Got it. I love that because 
I used to try to find the good picture of like just simple things and figure out what angle and stuff like that and how would I photograph this can of LaCroix as best I could, you know? Yep. All right, what's your quote? My quote's from Hal. Oh, I was going to guess Mandalorian because of the Polaroid. Nope, mine's from Hal. Okay. I'm afraid I can't do that, Dave. Mmm. But could you open the pod bay door? I mean, they could, but... Please? (laughs) (laughs) We'll see you guys next time. (laughs) Yeah, bye. (laughs)